Anybody who doesn't say the Eretz Chemdat of Baruch Chabad, these are words in the second about uh, you know about Eretz Yisrael, but Berachat Aretz in the second Beracha. Machu BeDavid BeBonei Yerushalayim, and when you ha- are in the Beracha of Bonei Yerushalayim, you don't mention anything about David Melech's kingdom. Lo Yatai Dechovato, you're not your seven Katamazon, even though they might be small words. But they're the major points of the Katamazon. And if you miss them, you're not yotze. You gotta go back. Nachuma Zaken Omer, Sarik she is called Babrit. You have to say Brit. You have to mention that the Brit Milah, also in the land of Israel. Rabbi Yossi Omer, Sarik she is called Batorah. You have to mention Torah. Felimo Omer, Sarik she Yakdim Brit Torah. Not only you have to say Brit for Torah, but the order is very important. That the Brit has to be before the Torah. Torah was given with three Britot. It says the words Brit. When Hashem made a Brit with them. The Zun and Nab Gimel Britot. And this was given in 13 Britot. There is really more Britot in Torah, but it was, it was only, it says Brit three times. Gemara, I think it's in Sotah, goes through how many, like, millions of Britot that they, they accepted upon themselves Naseb and Ishma, Lumod Ulame, Lashmobulasot, and then they will Makabel Brit for the for the for everybody else and then Makabel a Brit you know, it's like a lot of Brit talk, but it only says them Prasha three times. You have to say Nodelecha and the Al Kulam. You have to say two lishonot, two two texts of things in the second beracha. And uh, anybody, and if you uh, lessen, if you if you uh, cut out one of the hodaah, don't cut out anything out. Don't cut out less than one. Meaning, if you are pochet. More than one. That's, that's megune. So the law is you're supposed to say twice. And then at the end you say, uh, and if you have, you're not supposed to say any less, but if you do, that's megune. Anybody who ends off the beracha, baruch atashem, manchil aratzot, bevinkata aretz, in a way, you're also mentioning the land. You're saying Hashem is giving you the land. And he says, uh, Hashem saves the Jewish people. And instead of saying that he rebuilds Jerusalem, he is a bur. He's an ama'aretz. He's an empty-headed. Somebody who doesn't say berit, doesn't say Torah in the second beracha, or machut bedavid so these are all the rules of what to say in Bikat Mazon. Anybody who doesn't say Berit and Torah in the second Beracha, and he doesn't mention David Amelech's kingdom in the Beracha of Bonei Yushalayim, he's not Yotzei Bikat Mazon. So that uh, everybody seems to agree on all these halachot. Now we're going to talk about the fourth beracha. We said is hatov right? 
התורה מתיפליגי בר אבא יוסף בן דוסתאי ולבנן. אחד אמר התורה מתיף צריכה מלכות. One holds that you have to say in Mekat Mazon, you know how you say the fourth Melacha, Baruch Atta Hashem Elokeinu Melech HaOlam Ha'el, Avinu Malkeinu Adiyenu Poreinu Poreinu Koshenu. So you started off Baruch Atta Hashem Elokeinu Melech HaOlam. Mechad Amar Eino Tzaycha Machut. Ma de Amar Tzaycha Machut Kasava de Rabanan? Ma de Amar Eino Tzaycha Machut Kasava de Oraita? If you hold the fourth Melacha is de Oraita, then it's a follow-up of the first three. If it's a follow-up of the first three, you don't have to start off with Baruch HaTashem the same way the second and third don't have Baruch HaTashem the fourth doesn't either need Baruch HaTashem however if this Baracha this fourth Baracha is a, is a new section of the Katamazon and it was established on its own from the rabbis that's why we say Melech HaOlam because it's its own Baracha and it needs Melech HaOlam However, the other Berachot, since it's a Deoraita, we don't start off with Baruch HaTah Hashem. Today we don't start off with Baruch HaTah Hashem. Why? Because it's continuing this Berachah. And this Berachah, we don't start off with Baruch HaTah Hashem, because it's a follow-up of the first Berachah, which we say in the beginning already, Baruch HaTah Hashem. So if the fourth Berachah will be its own, then you're going to say Hashem's name, and you're going to say Melech. You're going to say Melech. What do you end off when you say Bonei Yerushalayim? Rabbi Yosib Rabbi Yudah Omer Moshiach Yisrael Gemara asks Moshiach Yisrael in Bonei Yerushalayim Do you say just the words Moshiach Yisrael You don't say Bonei Yerushalayim You say both You say Moshiach Yisrael Bonei Yerushalayim Why? Because it's the same thing. It's the same uh, inyan of Yeshua. Rabbah Baravuna Ikla'e Leberesh Galuta. Rabbah Baravuna went to Resh Galuta. Patach Bechada Vesiyem Betati. He said, Rachem, he was starting Rachem, right? So Rachem starts off with only one topic. Rachem, I'll uh, tell Yisrael, right? We have mercy on the Jewish people. And then Vesiyem Betati ended off, ended off with two topics. He ended off with Moshiach Yisrael and he ended off with Bonei Yushalayim. So we know that the ending of every Beracha has to be matching up to the first line of the Beracha. Like one of those. Um, that's not a full Beracha. But Hazan, Ha'el Hazan Otanu, Baruch Hashem Hazan Etako. So how, how is this, uh, how are you starting off with one and ending off with two? Is it a greatness to end with two topics? You're not supposed to end off with two topics. Rabbi says you're not supposed to end off, end off any beracha with two different topics. So Purim is coming up. What do we say? Ha'el ha'nefra la'amo Yisrael rav l'hoshiyah. And if Rav Amo Yisrael, and you're saying Rav Loshia, Shem paid back the goyim and saved us. Yeah, but that would also be the same. That's also the same. You know, he took care of the goyim for us and saved us from the goyim. It's still, it's still the same uh, topic. When we say we say on the land and on the food. That's two topics. How are you ending off the berachah with two topics? No, next one.
And it's the mafka mazon. We're talking about the land, land which gives food. So the land and food are both the same topic. The same thing. You have two topics. You have the land and you have the fruit. So the mafka perot. Every holiday we say Mikadesh Israel, Hashem sanctified the Jewish people and sanctified the times, sanctified the holidays. So over there is two topics. Hashem is sanctifying the Jewish people and the holidays. So Gemara says no, it's really one thing. It's Mikadesh Israel. Hashem put Kidusha onto us, Israel. And now we, with that Kiddusha, we go ahead and we make the holidays. Um, we, we're Kovei at the time for the holidays. The holidays are, are based on the month. And the months are based on the rabbis. So with the Kiddusha that Hashem gave us, we're able to decide when the holidays are. It's not up to Hashem, it's up to the Bedin. So, Mekadesh Yisrael HaZemanim Yisrael Dekadishinu Lezmanim. Mekadesh Yisrael V'Rashei Chodashim is the same thing. Yisrael Dekadishinu V'Rashei Chodashim. Mekadesh HaShabbat V'Yisrael V'Azimanim That's going to be a question. Why? Because Mekadesh HaShabbat Hashem is Mekadesh the Shabbat Hashem makes Shabbat holy and the Jewish people make the holidays holy. Shabbat doesn't have to do with, the, with we don't set Shabbat to be Shabbat. Shabbat comes by the calendar automatically. Every seventh day is Shabbat. So Hashem really sanctified Shabbat. We're not sanctifying Shabbat. We have a mitzvah to make Kiddush but we're not making it Shabbat. So, Hashem is making Shabbat, and the Israel are making the times. So, Gemara says, Chutz Mizu. This, you're right, this has two different topics. Maishna, Hacha. How come over here, we're saying not to have two topics? Maishna, Hacha, Chadai. What's the difference between Mikadesh and Shabbat, Yisrael, and Zemanim? Gemara answers, Hacha, Chadai. Over here, it's really one topic because it's all about Hashem's Kiddushah. So Hashem's Kiddushah is on Shabbat and, and, and we take that Kiddushah. We take Kiddushah from Hashem also and we make the holidays. Uh, so we're, we're praising Hashem for His Kiddushah. So everything is ultimately His Kiddushah. So even though He's making Shabbat and we're making the holidays, it's still, still both topics of Kiddushah are related to Hashem's Kiddushah, we're praising Hashem. Hatam Tarti, Kol But the fact that Hashem is saving the Jewish people and rebuilding the Yerushalayim have nothing to do with each other. Hashem is rebuilding the, the, the Jerusalem and paying back, saving, saving the, the Jewish people. They're both two separate, two, two separate things. What's wrong in general with, with adding two topics to a Beracha? What would be the big deal? We don't make mitzvot, we don't try to group together mitzvot. Meaning, say, we don't try to double. To use, the say, one beracha and try to, like, uh, kill two birds with one stone. We don't want to, each beracha deserves its own special beracha. We don't want to try to combine them. At the end of the day, if you start, when you started, Rachem, if you said, have mercy on the Jewish people, then you should end off the Beracha, Baruch HaTah Hashem, Moshiach Yisrael, who saves the Jewish people. But if you start off, Rachem, Hashem, Hashem, have mercy on Israel, have mercy on Jerusalem, then you'll end off with Bonei Yushalayim. This way it will be the same way you started. 
Which, which question? Right now, no. At this point, we're saying, at this point, we're saying not to end off with two. So we're still going with the B. Yeah, If you started off with with Israel, Chotem Moshiach Israel, then you end off with Moshiach Israel. However, Patach Berachem Al Yushalayim, then Chotem Bemonei Yushalayim. Now, Rav Nachman Amar, Rav Nachman says he argues. Afilu Patach Berachem Al Yisrael, Chotem Bemonei Yushalayim. Even though if you started off, have mercy on 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 Israel, on the nation, and you, you're still allowed to end off with building Yushalayim. Why? What's the connection? I thought we said it's too different. It's not in sync. Mishum Shneeman Bonei Yerushalayim Hashem. Hashem rebuilds Yerushalayim. Netchei Yisrael Yechanes. And we'll gather together the Jewish people. Em Atai Bonei Yerushalayim Hashem. When is Hashem going to rebuild Yerushalayim? Mizman Shnetchei Yisrael Yechanes. When the Jewish people come together to Israel. So it's the same topic. Have mercy on Israel and, and build Yerushalayim is the same thing. Have mercy on the people. And when the people get together, and Hashem will gather together the people, He will build Yerushalayim. So they both, they go hand in hand. So Rabbi Nachman says you could, you could start off with Rachem al Yisrael and end off with Bonei Yerushalayim. Amar le Rabzera, le Rabchesda. Rabbi Zerah tells Rav Chizda, come, come learn with us. He says, hey, come, come learn with us. You want me to learn with you? I don't even know how to say Bikatamazon. Why are you saying that for? Why are you saying you don't know how to say Bikatamazon? I went to the Resh Galuta. And they asked me to say Bikatam Azon. And the rabbi of Sheshat was there. He strained out his neck like a snake, like he was about to like uh, attack me. I did something wrong. I knew I did something wrong. I don't know what I... Oh. Why are you getting angry? He said, We started off today's daf that there are three crucial words in Bikatam Azon. Berit. Abit Milah, the Torah, and David and David Melech's kingdom. If you don't say those three, you're not Yotzei. This rabbi was up there in front of all the rabbis, and he skipped those three words. So Rav Sheshat was about to attack him. He said it looked like a snake. So Ve'amalu Amart, why didn't you say it? So he answered, because he was going with the opinion of Rav. If you don't say these three things, it's still Yotzeh. What's the reason? Why are you Yotzeh? We know women are obligated to say Bikatamazon, and women don't have Brit Milah. So why do we have to, why, if you're gonna tell me Brit Milah is mandatory, that you have to say Brit Milah, it doesn't make sense, because ladies have to say Bikatamazon, and it doesn't make sense they have to say Brit. They don't have a Brit. So if ladies are not re- relevant to Brit, and they're obligated to Bikat Mazon, obviously Bikat Mazon is not dependent on the Brit Milah. So I skipped it. V'torah Malchut, Torah, and Malchut Avin, Lefi She'enan, Lo Ben Hashim, Lo Ba'abadim. So Torah with 
Nashim we know. She said that the woman is not obligated for Zimun, but for Katamazon she is. Right? She is, even though she doesn't have Brit Milah or Torah. What about Malchut? What's the, what, what's the Malchut? Let's see. Because <coughs> I guess Avadim don't have, they can't become a Melech. They're not, they're not related to Malchut. Avadim are like women, so they, they're patut from, and in Lobe Nashim, the Lobe Torah Malchut. I'm just wondering, why are you saying that? They don't have Tishma, no. Malchut Ben Tavi we're talking about. What's the reason why Nashim and Avadim don't say Malchut Ben David? Nashim and Avadim are patut from Torah that we know. So they don't have to say Torah. Says, malchut David, they don't have to say, oh, what's the reason? Because, they, uh, you're right. Because they're patut from Kiryat Shema. No. We're talking about Malchut David. Since, right, they're connecting like this. Since they don't have to accept upon themselves the yoke of Hashem, meaning to say, they don't say Shema Yisrael, so it doesn't make sense to obligate them to say the Malchut of, of David Amelech. Because we can't, we can't be more strict on, on a human. Of course they're part of the kingdom, they're part of the nation. But Hashem, if it were, they're not obligated to say Shema Yisrael, Hashem, Hashem Echad, they can't be obligated to say, to say Malchut Bet David. They don't have to talk about David Amelech's kingdom either. And you left. Everybody argues on Rav. What gives you a right to go with Rav? That's it. Yeah. So he's telling him that that Avshashak was angry at you because who told you to go with Rav if everybody argues? The fourth Berakha, you need to say Melech. My kamash malah, what's the chidush? Kol beracha she'en ba machut lo shema beracha. Any beracha which you don't say, melech haolam, is not a beracha. Ve'ha amara rabbi yochanan chadazimna. Nine days ago, daf mem amudbeh, we learned that any beracha which has no melech haolam is not a beracha. So why is he teaching us again? That the fourth beracha needs to say, you need to say melech in the fourth beracha. It's repetitious. We know every beracha needs to say melech. Don't tell me the fourth beracha needs melech. You know what we're talking about? You need a double melech. Let's get the book open. You need a double melech in Atov HaMetiv. In the fourth beracha it says melech twice. Let's continue here. Why do you need Melech twice? One of itself, and one is because a makeup for Bonei Yushalayim. Bonei Yushalayim, we didn't say Melech HaOlam. So this also, we're not going to say Melech HaOlam. So Gimbalah is right away going to ask, but if you're going to say that you have to make up Bonei Yushalayim, then you have to make up the Benachah before that also. You should need three. You should need one for itself, one for Bonei Yushalayim, and one for Berkat Haaretz. You're talking about this one, here. We say Melech, then we say Melech again, Malkenu is Melech, and at the end we say 
Melech. At the end of the day, we're going to have three Melechs in, in this Melecha. Okay. So we should have three. What's the reason why the second beracha doesn't have its own melech? Because because it's following bekatazan. So Rachem also doesn't need doesn't need a melech. Because it's also following up from the Beracha before it. You don't need to say Melech HaOlam. So Gemara answers, Who are the people who are not in Melech? Bonei Yerushalayim really would not need Malchut. However, Ela, Aidi de Amar, Malchut ben David, Lavorach Arad, Lo Amar, Malchut Shamayim. Once we're talking about Hashem's, once we're talking about David HaMelech's kingdom, then it's not right to not mention Hashem's kingdom. So where are we going to put Hashem's kingdom? We can't put Hashem's kingdom in the Berachah of Bonei Yerushalayim because it wasn't, it wasn't there, it didn't belong there. So in this Berachah that we're adding, we're going to throw in itself and Bonei Yerushalayim's Melech. It's going to be a makeup. Now she says we throw it in Bonei Yerushalayim, Hilkach Mehader La Behatov HaMetim. Rabapa Amar, Rabapa answers a different answer. Achi Kamad, Sihashtem Alchuyol Bar Midida. Now we want to say three times, and that's actually what we do. We have three times, even though I guess it's a Berachas Muchal Chaberta, but we wanted, uh, you know, we wanted to make up for it. Even though Minadin, you don't have to say Malchut in Mekata Aretz because Samuch Chaberta, but we want to. It could be it's related to the to the fact that we're. That we're mentioning Malchut because of Bonei Yerushalayim. But they're saying that you don't have to mention it in the house of David because it's being mentioned in the house of Hashem. That's why we should. We, that's why we want to say the, the the house of Hashem. We want to talk about the, the kingdom of Hashem is because we're talking about the kingdom of, of David Amel. So it's not that it's not to mention it. So we mention it once, and once we're mentioning one for Bonei Yerushalayim. And even though, according to Halakha, we don't need to say a makeup for Bekat Haaretz, but we'll throw it in anyway. So at the end of the day, we're going to have a makeup, even though it's a Berachas Mukhal Okay, now we're talking about, this happens a lot. What happens if you miss Retev HaChalitenu? You miss the Shabbat edition to Bekat Mazon. Do you have to go back to the beginning of Bekat Mazon? Or if you miss Yalev Yavo? Person forgets that in in You say you say that little uh, little melacha. It's a makeup. If you miss Shabbat, you say that one liner. Amana Mara, who said this halacha? Hadar Yatim. Oh, Rav, Rav, Rav said it. Hadar Yatim Kamad. He sat down and he said another halacha. Ta'avlo is kid, shel yom tov. If a person does not say Yalevi Avo in the Katamazon, you say also, in addition, let's see if you have it, you don't have it here. Magen Abraham Sidur wrote it in. Yeah, he has the whole thing, what to say if you're you in between. So, Ta'avlo is Kishon Rosh Chodesh, Omer Baruch Natan Hashem Chodashim Amo Yisrael Zikaron. I remember there was one time something about the table, he forgot to say it. It was before they had the Magen Avraham Sidurim. 
So he took out a shulchan aruch to say it. You know, it's not a benacha. People know by heart, but he knows where it is. Yeah, yeah he pulled out. I was like, middle of the katan He pulled out a mishnah beruda and he's reading the benacha. Yeah. Where we're gonna say we're gonna say soon. So far we didn't say. Veloya Dana Okay, Hadaria Tivika Mata Avalosh Omen Baruch Natana Shekhoshima Moisel. So this thing about missing Roshhodesh, we don't know. Veloya Dana, he's saying I don't remember Iamadba Simcha. Do we say happiness on Roshhodesh? On holidays we add um he gave us the holidays to be happy. So on Rosh Chodesh, do we also add that word of being happy? Or we just remembering that Rosh Chodesh? Also, we didn't remember Ichatimba Ilochatimba. Do we say Baruch Ata Hashem Ekadeshi Sevra Hashem Hashem? Or he just says Baruch Shnatan Hashem Hashem Lamechai Sel Zikaron? He doesn't know how strong the Beracha went in, meaning it's like a double double Baruch Ata Hashem or not. Also, he doesn't remember if he heard it from his rabbi or not. Did he, did he hear it from... The whole time now we're quoting uh, Rav. Everything's in the name of Rav. Rav Gidal is saying in the name of Rav. So he doesn't remember. Rav Gidal doesn't remember if this part he heard from Rav. Gidal bar minyumi havakai kamed Rav Nachman. So this, uh, I don't know if it was the same Gidal... But there was somebody was sitting in front of Rav Nachman. Ta'ar Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman made a mistake in Mikat Mazon. He either missed um, he missed uh, Shabbat or Shodesh. Hadal Yeshai. He went back to the beginning. Amar le my time Avid Marhachi. Why did you go back to the beginning? Amar le Damar Avshila Marav Ta'achon Zelarosh. If you make a mistake in Mikat Mazon, you go back to the beginning. Ve'Amar Avuna Marav Ta'Omer Baruch Shnatan. Didn't we just say in the name of Rav? That if you forget yeah, uh, one, one of the things you can add into Baruch Shnatan, so Amar le lavit marala, Amar Menashe bar Tachlifa Amarav, lo Ashanu ela shelo patach vehatov hametim, aval patach vehatov hametim chozel larosh. That once this is only before you start hatov hametim. If you already started berachav tov hametim, then you got to go back to the beginning of the Amidah. But before you start Atov Amitiv, then you could insert it. What's the reason for this? I'm sure there's, uh, you know, a few reasons, but I was just thinking that once we finished, really we finished Mikatam Azon. So, yeah, Atov Amitiv is really not connected. I mean, that. Once you finish Mikatam, you finish Mikatam Azon before Atov Amitiv, right? Uh huh. You go back to the Katamazon. Yes. So what's the reason for this? Before you start, before you restart the, the fourth Beracha, you're still somewhat connected. I mean, you didn't close off what you were saying before. Right. Once you start, and sometimes in Amidah we have similar halachot that you can add things in between, in between different Berachot. Let's say, after Baruch Hashem Shomaya Tefillah, could you insert the words Vitain Talumatala Beracha over there? Or after Mevarech Hashanim, like you know, you didn't start the next beracha yet. So do you? Do you? Uh, could you throw it in in the middle? Okay, let's see the next gemara. Amar Avidi Bar Avina Amar Avamram Amar Avnachman Amar Shemuel Ta'avlo Eskir Shalosh Chodesh Bar Tefillah. If a person does not say Yalev Yavoy Na Amidah Machzini Noto, he goes back 
the beginning of the Amidah. The Mikatamazon. If you miss the Alevi Avon, Mikatamazon, and Machzirinoto, you don't have to go back to the beginning of Mikatamazon. Amalet Abidi Baravina Ava, Maram, Maishna, Tefillah, Maishna, Mikatamazon. What's the difference between Tefillah and Mikatamazon? If you're eating on Rosh Hodesh, and you have a meal, and you say Mikatamazon, and you don't say Alevi Avon, you don't go back. But if you're praying, and you miss the Alev Yavo, you go back. What's the difference? Amalev. Well, the first couple of, the, probably the first couple of, uh, paragraphs in, uh, covers it. No, you, you missed Rosh Chodesh totally. If you're eating a meal, we don't make you go back. If you're praying in Shul, we make you go back. What's the difference? The difference is like this. When it comes to a meal, we look at it, are you, is it mandatory to eat? If it's mandatory to eat, then you would have to go back. So on Shabbat and holiday, it's mandatory to eat, so you would go back. But on Rosh Hashanah, it's not mandatory to eat bread. You don't have to have a bread meal. That's what I was going to answer now. I also have this question. What's the difference between Tefillah and Mikat Mazon? I didn't hear it from Shmuel. Let's see ourselves if we can find an answer to this. Tefillah de Chovahi. Tefillah is an obligation. We have to pray every day. Machzirinoto, you gotta go back. Bikat mezona, but bikat mezon di bai achili bai lachil. You don't necessarily have to eat bread. And machzirinoto, you don't have to go back. Ela meata shabbatot yamim tovim lo sagid lachil. Hachanami itai hadar. If on Shabbat and Yom Tov you miss the tzeir, you miss Yalev Yavoy, and bikat mezon, would you have to go back? Amadle in yes, damar abishila marav ta'ach ozel larosh. If you forget to say, you go back. You have to eat bread on Shabbat and Yom Tov. Yes. That's what we're saying. You have to eat Shabbat. Now, that's it in, in, uh, Sudah Shilisi, according to Maran, you don't go back because, because he gives options that you might not have to be eating bread. Really, but really, you have to eat bread. Because it says, if you can eat bread, you can be Yotze also with Mezonot. Yeah, but really, if you, my aunt starts off that you have to have bread, you don't have any, then and then and then and then. So some people are more mekel with when it comes to Bikata Mazon on Sudash Lishi. Others that argue, but that's the Pashtut of Maran. Cholamoyed, he wouldn't have to go back. Cholamoyed is the same obligation on Rosh Chodesh. Ankamba Mizamnin. So in the Mishnah we had a machloket. How much you have to eat to be included in the zimun kezayid or kabetzah? One ounce or two ounces? So Gemara asks a question. It can be a contradiction. The Bimeir says kezayid, one ounce. Remember that the Abimeir Hashiv like Kezayit, Abimeir holds Kezayit is good enough to be included. You only need one ounce for, for Zimun. But Rabbi Yehuda, Kabetzah, Rabbi Yehuda holds you in two ounces in your Betzah. Ve'ayim Chashamin Lo. We have the opposite. Titnan, so you're having a Korban. If you have meat from a Korban, 
New case. Yeah, me from the Korban, you leave the walls of Yerushalayim, your Korban becomes disqualified, and you would have to burn it. Now, how much of your Korban is considered an obligation, is going to give you an obligation to burn? If you're traveling and you realize you had some meat, if it was a little piece, less than a Kazayit, would you have to burn it? So the Mishnah says, If he passed Sofim, he burns it on the spot. Fim love, if he did not pass Sofim, Chozer, he goes all the way back to Harabayit, this would fall if Nehabira, and he burns it in the right place, um, in the, by the Me'atea Maracha, from the fires of the, of the Mizbeach. Ad Kamahem Chozim, what's the amount of meat that you would have to go back? Rabbi Meir Omer, Zeba Zeba Kabetza. Two ounces. Rabbi Uda Omer, Zeba Zeba Kazayit. So we see over here the exact opposite. In the Mishnah, Rabbi Meir said Kazayit. And in this Mishnah, when it comes to the Korbanot, you have Kabetza. So what's the difference? How come when it comes to, to eating for a zimun, you have one ounce, and for the tum'ah, you have, for the, the, the burning of the korban, you have two ounces. It's a mistake. Switch the names. Switch the names. Rabbi Meir really holds kezayit. Rabbi Uda holds kabetza. And there you have it. Line, they line up beautifully. You don't have to flip it. We're arguing about the Pesukim. Rabbi Meir Sabah ve'achal tazu achila ve'sabah tazu shetia ve'achila ve'kezayim. The Pesuk says, yeah, I have to eat and pray. How much you have to eat? You have to eat a kezayim. Eating is always kezayim. So why does Rabbi Meir hold you have uh, even more than the amount of kezayim when it comes to Tumah? So the Gemara answers, Rabbi Uda says you need a kabeta. Because since it says ve'achalta ve'sabata, achalta ve'sabata, you have to eat and be satisfied. How much are you satisfied with? You're satisfied with kabeta. There's a zukabeta. V'hatam misvara pligi nevimi sabach chazarak tumato, ma tumato ve'kabeta, af chazarato ve'kabeta. V'rabbi Yudas sabach chazarato ki isuro ma isuro ve'kizayit af chazarato ve'kizayit. The way they got their numbers for the meat that's leaving Yerushalayim, and the Bimei holds it's like the laws of Tum'ah. If it would become Tameh, it would be dependent on two ounces. So that's why the obligation to burn it, Tum'ah, food less than a, less than a Kabetzad is not become Tameh. Doesn't have a Tum'at or Chalim is Kabetzad. That's a Shi'ud. So it has nothing to do with Achila. It's a different, it's a different formula. So now when we have a question, how much do you have to go back how much meat are you going to go back and burn for? So he's going to say, the laws of Tumah, they're more similar. We're not talking about the laws of Achilah. Rabbi Yudah says, no. The same way, the obligation, if you would sin, if you would eat the Korban outside of the wrong place, how much are you going to be chayav for if you eat something? So too, the obligation to burn is a kezayit. So it's just a sevara. Is it more connected to the laws of Tumah or is it more connected to the laws of, uh, what's it called? More connected to the laws of of uh, how much you're not allowed to eat. Okay, next Mishnah. You ready? Eating the 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 korban that became pasul. It's in left Jerusalem now, and now you want to eat it. So, how much would be the obligation? Okay, so obviously, Rabbi Uda said, "Achila, the chalta v'sabata eating." 
is a kabetza. Why? Because shiur tzivya is a kabetza. We had the Gemara earlier that said that midiyoraita you have to eat enough to get full, and we are strict upon ourselves and we say we can't mazon even if we only have a kizayit or a kabetza. It sounds like kabetza is not kedesh tzivya. So Tosafot speaks out that it's like asmachta. It's not a real derasha. Okay, so next Mishnah talks about how many people, how we say Zimun with. Three, ten, ten thousand. Uh, MetLife Stadium, what do we say a different Zimun? If everybody has bread. Ready? Next Mishnah. Ketzad Mizamnin. Mishlosha, three people that eat together. Omer, Nevarech. Person who says, Nevarech Shachalim Mishalok. Mishlosha Bahu. Let's say you have four people. He had three plus the, the Zimun guy. Omer Barichu. He says Barichu. Because even without him, there's, a, there's three. So, he's coming to say, Barichu, you alone would be obligated in Zimun, so they deserve their own uh, credit, I guess. Ba'asara Omer Nevarech Elokeinu. If there's ten people, you say Nevarech Elokeinu. You say Hashem's name. Batsara Bahu will be the same thing. Batsara, you have ten without you, you say Barichu Elokenu. Batsara Bahu, Omer Barichu. Echad Asara, Echad Asara Ribo. Whether you have ten or whether you have ten thousand, they have the same halacha, and the, the text doesn't change. That's ten and ten thousand. What? So there's no difference, no matter how many people. Now the next line of the Gemara is going to sound like a contradiction, but it's obviously going to be missing uh, missing something over here. The Gemara will talk about it. Gemara says, If there's a hundred people eating together, you say, B'me'ah vahu, if there's a hundred plus him, he says, Barichu Hashem Melokenu. Be'elef, if there's a thousand, he says, Nevarech Hashem Melokenu, Eloke Yisrael, Shachalu Mishelo. If there's a thousand plus him, he changes the Nevarech to Barichu. And he says, Barichu. Be'ribo, if there's ten thousand, you say, Nevarech Hashem Melokenu, Eloke Yisrael, Eloke Tzavot Yosheb, Akribim Alamazon, Shachalu. Be'ribo vahu, if there's ten thousand plus him, now they're going to count 10,000 plus him, you know? That line. And, uh, and the extended uh, sentence. However, whatever the person says, that's what they answer him. This is back to where what we're saying in the Mishnah. It doesn't sound like he's arguing. According to the amount of people you have, you're going to upgrade the Barakha. You have three. You have ten. You have a thousand. You have ten thousand. Maybe a hundred thousand. However many you have, you're going to upgrade. However many people there are, that's how much blessings you would give. When we say Barichu in Shul, it doesn't make a difference if there's ten people or if there's a thousand people or if there's a million people. No matter how many people are in Shul, we say the same text. 
Baruch Hashem Amemorach Leolam Ba'ed. So, the Biakiva is saying the same way in Shul, we don't upgrade the text based on the amount of people, so too in Zimun, we're not gonna upgrade it and we're gonna say the same amount of people.